Friday night SmackDown. Podcast in the shadows. Look, doing the damn thing. WWE. I'm gonna try to roll through this as quickly as possible today. Um, it's a very good, uh, very good episode. I would say Raw actually has been beating out SmackDown as far as quote-unquote intriguing storyline and just compelling stuff like it just feels like there are more stories on raw right now but that's not to take away anything from the superstars on smackdown at all um started out with that whole eight-man tag thing usos came out new day these two had a good promo taking on Miz and morrison along with uh rude and ziggler i mean new day and usos won these guys look great they uh had a good moment fighting for compliments or trying to pass out compliments to one another. Come on, bro. Pardon me. But, um, I mean, that was good just between those two. They're trying to, you know, maybe hype up another match between the two teams, see how the WWE Universe felt about it. The people in the crowd in Glendale sounded like they were okay with it. But, eh, I almost feel like we could wait another six months to a good build, but I don't know if we have that much time nor that many tag teams in the division. So those two, good job. Rude and Ziggy, uh, you know, I guess these guys are trying to still establish themselves as tag teams. Uh, read a couple of places, in, including Bleacher Report, that these guys are just going to look like an enhancement team if they don't pick up some uh, momentum soon with Ziggy and Rude taking another uh, pinfall. I kind of agree with it, you know, like if we're to make these guys into something, like they were tag champs, I believe, but this, it's, a, it's a nice addition, so keep them a team. I, that's the way I really feel about it. With that, uh, Miz and Morrison, hey, hey, ho, ho, L-M-A-O-O-O-O-O. It, it's actually very funny. It's a cool little, it would, how does somebody say it? It's a convoluted uh, chant for the crowd. It's really long, but it is fun. It's not that many syllables. People can grasp to it. So, I mean, it may last longer than that STD chant with King Corbin, but we'll see. Um it can definitely work. I think it was pretty funny, but that was one of the highlights for me uh, with that segment in general. But it was it was a good match. It was fun. Eight man tag. There's a lot going on, but these guys definitely made something happen. Uh, you know, after the first breakout together. I, well, I'd say so. That was cool. Good eight man tag. Uh, what did we get? We had uh, Tucker confronting Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville about the little date last week. WWE is baking his cake excellently. I'm not even about to go into all of the wild details because the biggest detail was who sent Otis the text from Mandy saying she was going to be late. That's actually a very intriguing turn to the story, and I look forward to seeing how that stuff comes. I'm not going to blame on anybody because this looks like another one of those wacky, zany storylines that Mr. McMahon is trying to feed to the crowd, which I'm actually here for. It's uh, pretty funny. It's, it's a fun turn. Like, wait. But, you know, like, you don't know how it feels. She doesn't seem like she's, uh, you know, it's the idea in storyline. I don't even want to say outside of it in storyline. So, it's good stuff. Like, it actually is very, very entertaining. So, now, we're just going to see where it's develop. It's kept a lot of intrigue in all four of the characters. Because is it Ziggy? Was it Sonya Deville? God, I don't know. It, it definitely has a lot of uh, different uh, outcomes. It, every one of them sound like they can be very, very fun and entertaining for storyline in general. Uh, Ziggy gave Mandy a ride to next town, apparently. Otis was standing behind some production crates. Very good. But, uh, I mean, you know, WWE stuff, a little wacky. But uh, it was pretty funny. It was, a, it was good entertainment as far as that entire segment goes. And the storyline thus far has been going very, very well. We've all seen a couple of leaks here and there about uh, where this is all leading to. But I'm not going to try to fast forward that far. I actually want to see how this entire thing plays out because I care about the character development of the superstars. So, 
uh, that was that segment, which was good. And then we got a random interview from uh, Renee Young interview Lacey Evans that she used to be a buddy. And now she's turned her ways around, and now she's going after the women's championship. And since she lost to I was SmackDown Women's Champion, Bailey. And I'm glad that I, now I could kind of chill because she's being acknowledged more as the SmackDown Women's Champion. I know it's not forever. It was a fun little moment, you know, just because I heard a commercial on the radio. It's like, you know, Charlotte was still SmackDown Women's Champion. I'm like, wait, no, she's not. whatever. Anyway, um, it was very good, uh, Lacey's interview. I mean, it's, you know, like, basically next stop to look on the road for her is Elimination Chamber. I could I saw another blonde in that spot. I thought it, I think it was Natty. Instead, but now Lacey's talking like she's SmackDown getting an Elimination Chamber matchup. Or, uh, I mean, no, they're not. But, but whatever. But Riot Squad, Lacey. And uh, two other, Shayna Baszler and one other superstar. I mean, I guess now that's Natty, right? I, I don't know. Either way, um, good. Wait, is Asuka in it? I don't know. But either way, I'm excited for the women's uh, elimination chamber matchup. I would almost say more than I'm excited about the men's elimination chamber matchup that's coming. Uh, but we definitely, uh, you know, watching how WWE has been building two 75 or Super Showdown out in Riyadh because that's going to be the next show up. Um, think because obviously we're going to do a recap for that one i like to uh, i like the people of uh, saudi arabia i like the crowd energy when things are going to take place you just get to see how another part of the world feels about the wwe superstars and what you're also critical about or you know just uh well i guess you know we need to pay attention to these guys whatever um oh no two good segments you know moving things forward next match between was a tag team with cesaro and shinsuke nakamura taking on the new intercontinental champion braun Strowman and his his former opponent in the very first uh symphony destruction match long time ago on raw elias the crowd loves the lies. Let's keep that going. That elbow drop. Beautiful. It was literally a thing of beauty. Nakamura landed on the piano hurt in his head. Is he okay? I'm going to leave that segment alone only because I need to know that Shinsuke is all right. There's nothing against anybody. Bro looks great with the belt. I almost want to say when he throws the belt, I mean, when he throws his arms up to do the right thing, maybe he should actually do that with the championship. Now, I can't say whether it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it may give off more of that uh, power superstar essence that we all look for and respect in Braun Strowman. That's just me. Just a small thing. I mean, he looks great either way. He looks very strong lifting up that championship like, with one arm. But with both arms, just to be a part of his entrance because this is like a championship entrance. You know, like the way he's doing the games and stuff like that. Like, I think that would be a good addition. That's just me. Doesn't need to be a thing. But, you know, that's just something that I noticed. I was like, all right, maybe that could be, maybe that can happen. Either way, Tiffany Destruction match was cool, but I didn't know Shinsuke is okay. Sami Zayn did a great job. Take nothing away from him. Cesaro did this damn thing. Braun, obviously, and um, Elias. Come on, he, like, that was the first time I got out because that was one of the big moments of the match. I mean, through the table to the outside from the top. Awesome moment. It was great. Everything about that was good to me. I mean, I'm not going to grade the match. Not my not my lane. But it was definitely good as far as getting people on TV and having things. Now, speaking of getting people on TV and having them do things, the Bellas uh, inducted into the whole thing. I am 100% proud of both of them. Uh, I didn't necessarily follow all their career, but we've always known about Nikki and Brianna. I think that's her name. I'm just like, it, it's, I, I really have no words, you know, just to see how the, the entire, you know, come up has been, you know, with being Star Divas, from self-proclaimed to everyone else proclaimed, uh, to being, uh, to having the spin-offs, their own show, you know, and, you know, just having the tenure they have in WWE and being champions, and I think they're 100% deserving of it. You know, these are two females that really put themselves out there in all the vulnerabilities. And a lot, you know, I'm not even going to get into most of it, you know, but you can really see and feel a lot of the sensitivities, and that makes me, at, at, personally, it made me a little more sympathetic toward uh, these superstars as human beings, you know, not just public figures and celebrities in so many senses. So, um, shout out to Gambry, Brian, uh, but it, the family moment, you know, it was dope. You know, you can't see one bellow without the other. So many words, you know. So Brian out there with his family. That was that was that was really very very heartfelt moment. I thought that was really good for everyone's friend. If I'm speaking in Bella speak, and the Alexi was out there. I guess if you couldn't be out there, maybe she was busy this week. Maybe they went to just make it real special, you know. So they had I say, whatever women's talk show in WWE, and that's a, that's a cool little stat, you know. So um, 
it was good stuff. That was a cool segment. Let me just make sure we still recording. Thank goodness. Uh, so yeah, that was cool. Next up, we had uh, Daniel Bryan taking on Heath Slater. And backstage, Drew Gulak uh, was trying to tell Daniel Bryan that he's seen some holes in his game. Oh, yeah. Bird up Heath's name. Shouts to WWE having Heath call it out real fast. What? I heard my name. That was great. Now he wants to fight. He's a little more. Heath is a performer. A couple weeks ago, I was a little eh. But it was only because of how he was trying, how they were trying to use him to depict the character. And it's like, eh, eh. But this time around, you know, he's ready to fight. And even though he went in there to lose, I thought he did a great job. Even with throwing every word and then throwing the fists up. Like, look, I'm still ready to fight. You know, and it, it was just good. It did make me chuckle to myself. I don't even really want to say chuckle because that's too much. But I did snicker about it. He's a very, very good, good performer. So, shouts to Heath. And, um, yeah, working with uh, Gulak, Gulak on commentary, I was uh, trying to keep to myself just to hear how much he had improved from 205 Live. I'm glad to see that I wasn't too inaccurate with assuming that he did improve. He's still fast. He's still quick. I would just say take it easy and be a little bit more confident in what you have to say instead of being... uh, Snarky, but if you're being a heel, that's the way it's supposed to come off anyway. So I don't really call him this no more because we've moved forward past it. But my man Gabba did his damn thing out there. So shouts to Drew for you know take making the most of his opportunity on Friday Night SmackDown on Fox because it's very rare that we uh, get to see some of these superstars. With all of that, uh, that was a good segment. Moving forward, we've got a. Uh, the number one contender match, which I believe was the main event, was it? No, it was not. Well, it was the main event as far as matches go on the evening. Naomi took on Carmella. Good match. A lot of super kicks. Just some moves. They filled up the, the time slot that they needed to fill up. I thought it was uh, a bit long of a match, especially if uh, Carmella isn't going to bring out too, too much. But at the same time, like I said, there's improvement there. And... Uh, uh, and now we're going to get to see Naomi and Bailey go at it. Take nothing away from Mella because I think that there's an element that Mella can like fill in as far as the women's division goes. Like She shouldn't be one that's forgotten. And I'm not saying that because I rock with my man Gravy. I'm saying that because I've been following Mella for a couple of years. That's you know, a star fan standpoint. And I knew she had a spark before. She's got a certain level of energy to her. But it's... Just give me some more time to think about it. I'm going to be able to call out what I believe her strength is. But she's definitely one to keep the faith in. So... Good stuff from Ella. Great stuff from Naomi for being able to go out there and I guess be the first woman of African-American descent, I assume, to, you know, fight or, or to, you know, perform in a, a third world in Saudi Arabia and the kingdom like that. Like, she's taking on Bailey the second time we've ever gotten women's match, I believe. So, this is huge. This is, this is progress. You know, like, I, I'm not even going to continue going on it because I can talk all day about it. So, that was who cool stuff. Now, main event segment. You know what? Before we get there, let's speak about 205 Live. We have Ari Davari and... Uh, was his name? D. Brian Kendrick. I believe they took on Only Lorcan and Danny Birch. They had a cool match. It was good stuff. Uh, I can't remember all of the evening. The Bollywood Boys went in there and they had a good tag team match also. Take nothing away from the people they took on. I apologize for not really having it in my head right now. It's just 205 is a bit different. I'm not going to front. 205 Live is a bit different. They were getting a little more physical, so I will say that. But 205 has... It's not, I mean, they're getting more physical. So I'm not going to say it's not as physical as it was. I'll just say that, you know, there's, they're they're improving. 
on um on what was and you know the transition to Fox and all of that stuff like they're getting some momentum back so good on the 205 live roster I think each week these guys are getting more comfortable with the crowd and the crowds you know after being worn out like that they're still keeping them pretty much engaged in the match definitely got a this is awesome chant in the main event of 205 live which is another huge deal so uh, it's keeping people intrigued and engaged with what's going on that's a good thing uh, main event, Fiend versus Go. Well, Fiend and Goldberg. Uh, little cool fight, fight, fight house. You know, it was just really to get this match over. You know, get Goldberg over strong, and um, you know, have Goldberg go into Saudi Arabia with, well, excuse me, Riyadh with the momentum. Uh, you know, I'm not against it. It's uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Fiend retains his championship. I don't make predictions. I, it hurts me very much to know that potentially Goldberg is going in there to, you know, enhance Bray Wyatt. But at the same time, we barely see Goldberg, and we've been seeing a lot more of Bray Wyatt. So with that, I think this is good. Now I have some things I could say about the Fiend character, and, and I mean just like things that will maybe enhance him a little more. But I think that WWE is doing just fine with. You know the way they want the fiend portrayed so i'll give it some time and when the time is right i'll try to add some more perhaps around um you know when we get closer to mania and we have more of a more of a thing like that but maybe because time is of the essence when it comes to trying to develop more of the fiend's character like bray wyatt speaks of the fiend as if they're two separate entities and maybe just maybe Bray Wyatt could make more of that since he's like, oh yeah, he blah 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 blah. So make more of that. Like, I, 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 like I said, we're gonna see more. We're gonna see how it continues to evolve. I wouldn't say make any changes right this second. Maybe do one more week of it so I can analyze it a little more, and then, you know, if I have something to bring to the table or to the forefront, then I will raise that. Either way, shout out to everybody to bring you the podcast each and every week. Be responsible with your power, folks. I will catch you guys next time. Peace.